Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 20th episode of Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. I am your host, Dr. Saran Nataki. Thank you for joining. Welcome to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. This podcast will address issues ranging from what is a phenomenal woman? Are you enough? Community service, paying it forward, the manifestation of dreams with words and action, the power in being a woman, the men who support phenomenal women, fashion, and much more. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining today. You have tuned into part two of a two-part interview with Mrs. Joan Williams. Last week in part one, Joan shared her experience of growing up Ghanaian in America. Joan provided cultural context by sharing the music her parents exposed her to while growing up in her household, and she also discussed colorism and its impact on her overall self-image. Please go back and listen to episode 19 if you have not done so already. This week, we pick up the second half of our conversation, and Joan discusses why she took a nine-month break from social media, and we also discuss the lessons of COVID-19. Enjoy. You, you've come to a place where now you um, own who you are. You're, you're more confident in um, accepting your own or, or defining your own beauty for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, social media, and I've talked about this a lot <laughs> on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's different for different people. So I, I tend to kind of bring this up because I'd like to get different perspectives on it and how people are using social media and navigating it, keeping their own, keeping their um, perspective (laughs) healthy, having a healthy perspective and usage of it and not um, really being impacted in a negative way about the images that flash and, you know, the perfection Mm -hmm. that's seen there. Um, Mm -hmm. How would you describe your relationship with social media? I know that you've taking time off at different points and maybe you can talk a little bit about your relationship, why you chose to, you know, take breaks and how did you think, how would you, how did it benefit you to take those breaks? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think my relationship, I would describe it as changing, ever changing, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, with social media. Um, I think my first Facebook like 10 years ago so seriously you guys been around that long I, I was kind of like tripping on that um like wow okay it's been around for like 10 years already or maybe a little bit more um and when it first came out <clears throat> I was on it a lot right for various reasons um one was oh my god this is new okay I can share you know pictures with people who I haven't seen in so long and you know da 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 I also was able to share or events with uh, people who are in Ghana, right? So, because it's worldwide. So, yeah. family that I may not necessarily um, write like letters or stuff to or send pictures and things like that of the family to, it was an easy, quick way for them to be able to connect. We could connect, you know, and talk more frequently mm-hmm. in that realm. So, there, you know, there's a whole bunch. I have family in London, I have family in Ghana, I have family in, um, like, uh, oh my God, why is keeping my, anyway, different parts of the world, right? <laughs> yeah. that, <laughs> somewhere, see, somewhere, <laughs> right? Different parts all over. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. You know, we can do that. And then, um, there became different forms of social media. So then you, you have Facebook, you know, Instagram came, I think there was a time I forgot my face. There was all kinds of these things, mm-hmm. Twitter, all this stuff. There was a point where I was on like everything. 
And then I was like, okay, this is like a full-time job. Like, you know, first of all, if I'm posting and then I'm looking at everything that other people are posting and it's like, it could become overbearing. Mm -hmm. Now, um, there were positives as men because just as much as I was sharing, I was able to see other people's families and things. I get, I get really, I will support anybody. I get happy when people like, oh, this person graduated. Oh, this person got a promotion. That is wonderful. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I truly, you know, um, I, I get happy when people are, are doing okay, right? Mm-hmm. But that was the thing with social media too. Okay, so let me get back. So, okay, I'm seeing all these things. It becomes overbearing too much I might be putting out too much I feel or I am on there scrolling for you could be there for hours at a time yeah the rabbit right? hole and then, yeah <laughs> yes and um and then I started buying things so I would see like an outfit or something and then all of a sudden I'm starting to buy stuff off of something I saw on social media I was like okay hold on there was a point where I said okay this is too much I'm on here way too much I'm buying stuff now um, I'm getting caught up. Oh, this person's life is doing so great. Um, what's wrong with my life? So then you start internalizing things. Well, I did. I started internalizing things. And um, then, so it, it was a, what is it? Like my mental thing, psyche was not good. Like it was going in a bad direction. Mm-hmm. So I said, when I realized that, I think it was 2018 going into 2019, um, New Year. I said, okay, I'm going to take myself off social media for, I didn't give it a time, but I was like, in my mind, I was like six months. I'm not going to go on for six months. Let's see how this works. Like what, what, what will happen? So I took Mm -hmm. a break. And it ended up being nine months, I believe, that I um, stopped. And during that time, I found other things to do, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Um, You know, I started reading books. I felt better. Like I wasn't, I wasn't looking for, that was another thing. When you post something, it's like, okay, how many likes did you get? Uh, then you look at who liked it and then you realize who didn't like it. Like it, be, it was ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. It was becoming really just like you said, a rabbit hole. It was like, no, this is too much. And then it's affecting me. So when I took the break, I felt almost like an instant like release. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna start journaling now because it was. I felt myself, my mental psyche was Mm -hmm. not right. Like my mental health was not right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to get back on track with. Okay, who are you, Joan? Like, what's going on with you? Like, you know, jot down your feelings. How are you feeling? Um, That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So um, I was really happy and glad that I was able to do it um, in that time. And from that point. I am not reliant on social media like I was in the past. Like mm-hmm. the, the direction that it was going, um, I have steered from it. So I may not be on there for a week at a time or I'll spot, you know, it'd be like straight 10 minutes or something. I'll look mm-hmm. and that's it. Or um, I won't post, you know, I'm not posting every two seconds or whatever it is, yeah. right? Like I'm not doing all that. Um and the other thing that I noticed on social media, obviously, people are going to show you what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. Um, um, life, you have to realize that everybody in life is not always a vacation, positive. There's things, you know, you choose what you want to share mm-hmm. out there, you know, and just keeping that in perspective as well. It sounds so elementary, but it's 
So you can get caught up real easy, you know, in believing like, oh my God, their lives are perfect. You know, nothing goes wrong in their lives or whatever, but you put out what you want people to see at the end of the day. So yeah, yeah, that it's ever changing. And right now is I'm, I feel like I'm in a healthy spot with mm-hmm. it for myself. That's- but there's positives in it too, obviously. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that's great. Thank, and thank you for sharing that. You, When you say um, that your mental psyche was being affected and you're talking about um, the highlight reel, I, I mean, I've just got through talk, discussing this on another podcast as well, that, you know, social media, you know, Instagram, for example, is not a place you go to watch all of the negative, like, oh, you know, so-and-so got divorced, so-and-so right. lost their house, oh, mm-hmm. so-and-so died, so-and-so is homeless, oh, so-and-so got beat down, okay. um, so-and-so's teeth are knocked out, you know, oh, look at her, she got five cavities, had to have all her teeth removed, you know, like, it's not, you don't, no, <laughs> you don't, you might want to look at that, you know, right. so it's, right. it's right. you know, it's supposed, it's supposed to be, at least I think, I, I don't know what they created for, but I would think that, you know, what it has become is this place that's um, inspirational feeding ground, right? So inspiration, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not um, inspiration and not aspiration. You know? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, mm-hmm. you're inspired, but you know, you don't want to be aspired, aspiring mm-hmm. to become what you see right so like when you say um you started buying stuff girl oh my gosh um yeah that can be a big problem (laughs) you know um, (laughs) you know I (laughs) it really can like oh my gosh I have to stop following some of these designs because (laughs) O-M Jesus I I, you know I I don't know if you well anyway I I've I am drawn to being great. <laughs> I'm drawn <laughs> to being great. And so um, so in doing so, I always want the very best that I can afford, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. The very best that I can afford. I, I want it to be, and that's just me, you know, and, and no judgment to anyone else. Anytime I talk about, and, I, and it's funny that I still feel like I have to like give that disclaimer, but, um, you know, I made a decision like yourself, like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm, this is what it is like it or not, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I, so anyway, I, I aspire for, you know, to be great in my own way. And so, Mm -hmm. um, in doing so, (laughs) uh, there's a lot of inspiration out there. And so, um, what I have learned is that there is, I, it's totally, wonderful and amazing to admire someone Mm -hmm. else's style, someone else's perspective on style, how they choose. And it can be beautiful, but it doesn't mean that it has to be beautiful on me. You know, I have my own approach, you know, and so um, really having a very clear understanding of my own personal style helps Mm -hmm. me to not be, um, Pulled so much to, like, yeah, to click, just click, click, like click, 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 uh-huh. click, click. And it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I still, you know, partake um, in, in shopping, but I, I don't, 
I, I do, I yeah. guess what I'm saying, I do understand what you mean about being impulsive with your buying um, based upon what you see on social media. So that can really be um, yeah. a thing. Like I, I know that another friend of mine, just there's certain people that are so like, <laughs> they're just on it with their fashion. Mm-hmm. And um, if you're like, you know, if that's your thing and you just see, like she just said, I just had to stop following that person because it was just becoming <laughs> <coming> too, <laughs> the pressure was just too, too intense. So, um, right. but yeah, so no, but you have to have that internal. I think that's great. What, what made you go from six months to nine months? Did you just feel so good that you just decided, let me just keep going with it or how did that work? Yeah, it was, I was in no rush, no hurry. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, and even when I did, it was like it was funny because when the when I did go on, you know, I guess there's an alert like you know Joan or whatever the name is mm-hmm. um, has posted for the first time in a long time or mm-hmm. something like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. so my um, my household was like, oh, "Mom's back!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's rejoined us. Yeah. She rejoined us, you know, but while I wasn't on it, um, you know, they would share every now and then if something, someone, you know, posted something like, oh, such and such graduated or such and such said something about you, mom, or something like, you know, they would, mm-hmm. they would tell me, Daryl would tell me too, but um, yeah, it just, I don't know, it just, I was okay. I was all, I was debating going for a whole year, but I was like, well, you know, it's okay, as long as I monitor. So now I even place limits you know, for myself on the phone, you can do that mm-hmm. with the iPhone. So I'll place limits on myself. Like if it's too much, then I'll be like, okay, I'm, that's it for the day. Because, you know, there are days, especially during the quarantine, you know, there, you may have more time than you did in the past. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, yeah, I'll, I'll just do that again, just as a mental, you know, health kind of, mm-hmm. you don't need to be on here this long, go ahead and and, and, um, and put it down. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I I do. Uh, I I think I started turning my alerts off. It's been a while, so I don't mm-hmm. uh, that constant ding ding ding. I, I couldn't take it. Okay. Um, you okay. know, because you feel so like moved to check the alert. Yeah. I turn off my notifications. I don't have notifications. Yeah, I don't so have that. I'll, yeah, yeah. I check it when I want. You know, I don't. I'm not driven by um exactly notifications. Exactly. That does help. Yep. Um, yep. 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 Okay. So then, you know, we've talked about so much here. <laughs> um, I know. <laughs> so um, one thing that I want to ask you is, you know, in life, um, and this is just, you know, kind of tagging on to our discussion about social media and it's, you know, highlight mm-hmm. real, um, but, but real life in, in real life, <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's made up of all kinds of uh, obvious wins and also opportunities for growth. You know, some people call them losses, but I like to call them opportunities for growth because even when it's not going your way, um, there's still a teachable moment in that. Um, Mm -hmm. What is your key? And and that's, that's a new philosophy that has evolved in the last 10 years. I think I've kind of always thought of it that way, but I started vocalizing it with myself because there's no, I'm not a loser, you know, <laughs> I don't lose. No, you're yeah. not. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying I don't lose. So I, you know, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for us. What did I learn? How can I, you know, right. pass it? Right. So. Right. That's a great way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what is, thank you. And what is your, what is your key to navigating the peaks and valleys that life brings your way? I think, um, you know, 
one thing for me is having positive and grounded people around me um, definitely helps me, you know, navigate. Like my husband is my biggest cheerleader. Mm -hmm. So when it's always, um, he's always very positive, you know, in those negatives, just like you said, he will um, bring out positives and don't, he doesn't have the perspective of quote unquote, losing mm-hmm. and that's helped me to mm-hmm. see things differently he sees it differently mm-hmm. glass half full right mm-hmm. so um having that someone like that around me my mom as well like when I'm not when it's one of those you know valleys and I'm not feeling too great she also will in her way um <laughs> say it you know give it to me straight and and come up with a positive around it mm-hmm. to help me um, and as those, you know, through life, we have so many valleys that when the next one comes, I can remember and draw off of what those two very influential people um, have told me over, you know, the years and use it to go through the next valley, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, and, all, and just, you know, accepting that they will come is another thing. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, and in that, even through the peaks, don't lose sight of, not losing sight of who I am to the core. Because, like, if I become a millionaire tomorrow, like, I don't want to change who I am. You know what I mean? Just realizing and accepting, like, Jones, this is who you are. Don't lose sight of that um, in those great times and in those bad times, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, the key is having the people around me and accepting that they will come. accepting and realizing that they're going to come and what are you going to make the decision to get through it they don't last long they come and they go you know so Mm -hmm. just trying to to um have that foresight and 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 realizing like it it will be over at some point so get through it that's that's how it's really a wave we're riding right because you catch Mm -hmm. your breath And then here comes the next one. And um, it's not always, and some of, some of them are, you know, like little dips. Some of them are Mm -hmm. big dips. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. So having someone around you that is able to see the glass half full is very helpful uh, because we're not going to, no one gets through this life unscathed. We're all going to have yeah. some kind of something that we have to, you know, go through and um, being able to tap into the tools of people around you to help you navigate is is extremely important. Um, I know, um, you know, people used to say um, years ago, you know, Saran, you know, you're, you're like, um, you're, you're like invincible. Like you, you know, you, you're able to just, you know, get through this and get through that. And you know, like, you're still doing this and you're still doing that. And you, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not invincible <laughs> at all. You know, I'm affected. I'm a, I'm a human being. I get tired. I get all that, but I am a glass half full person. And so um, it doesn't always translate for everyone at, um, I I can be almost overly zealous, maybe um, for some, depending on where their vibration is at the time. So like, if someone comes to me with a, um, a circumstance, 
I'm immediately jumping to the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, okay, well, look, you know, you know what you have had, you you have one leg. Mm -hmm. You still have a leg. I mean, look, look at this person. Mm -hmm. This person is doing this. This person is doing that with one leg. This person is hiking. Did you see the National Geographic episode where the host is like (laughs) doing all these and they don't even mention his leg and he's got a prosthetic? Like I'm jumping there, you know, Um, and Sometimes you need a moment to, uh, you know, adapt <laughs> and adjust the situation yeah. before you can go there. But that's kind of how I, I, I've approached things is by mm-hmm. I coach myself up with that. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I don't allow myself to like um, sit there. I think, uh, you know, Ebony Shells, mm-hmm. with, who we both know very well and um, mm-hmm. our sister, she um, mentioned on her episode that her husband told her when she received her diagnosis that, um, you know, have your moment to cry, um, but we're not going to vacation here. And so uh, I love that quote yeah. when I heard it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just a, an amazing thing. And I, as, I, as I reflect on it, I think that's kind of how I, how I do it. <laughs> um, as boy, you know, um, oh, I know. When I release that book, <laughs> I'm writing. I'm, by the way, everyone, I'm, I'm writing a book. It's called Flora's Daughter. Cannot wait for this. Book <laughs> so yet. Flora's Daughter, <laughs> and and uh, but, but yeah, I, I talk about a lot of those um, early challenges. You know, still living through life, but I think um, I think I'm my ship is stronger now. Like I don't feel. Yes. The, you know, I think that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. You've had a lot of positive people around you. Your husband, for example, you know, like it's great, great. Thank you. I, I think he's, I think he's awesome too. You know, I think he's mm-hmm. he's great, awesome. I'm I'm very blessed um, to I'm actually we're gonna be talking about our little story <laughs> on another <laughs> episode. Uh, you know, because we grew up together. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. he he is absolutely wonderful. You know, we all have. He, he's very resilient as well, <laughs> because um, you know I come and came with um, some stuff that he had yep. to mm-hmm. take on, and um, yeah. you know, be be have that my stuff became his stuff because you can't get married right. and yeah. not both start. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and that's the importance. I, mean, I know we're kind of going off on a tangent, but that is the important mm-hmm. thing about being transparent with your partner when you are coming together and building a family because, you know, people enter marriages with secrets. And so um, if you're entering with secrets, you have all this luggage and you're carrying around all this luggage and your partner is over here light light and tap dancing and like, you know, and and you like trying to go, you know, I just can't keep up. And he's like, why you can't keep up? Why you can't keep up? (laughs) You're like, I just can't. So if you share that you're carrying these things, then you both can carry them and they become a little lighter for you. And his shoulders are built to carry (laughs) heavy loads. So, you know, he can carry a lot of it. And and if you're with a good one like me, (laughs) he'll take on most of it. Mm-hmm, try mm-hmm. to take on all of it you know <laughs> but yeah. you but you can't you you, you never excuse you can't you still do to, yeah you right. carry some of it yourself 
Yeah. So, but thank you for that. Yeah. I think, I think we're both blessed with um, wonderful partners that are very supportive and just um, ride or die, do anything. I know um, Daryl, mm-hmm. your husband is definitely that for you. He's certainly a rock and he's consistently been that. I've never known a time, you know, you have your marriage and you have your, you know, ebbs and flows of how you want to relate (laughs) with one another. Just like, you know, we don't, we're not, we're not here people saying that it's, um, you know, Disneyland every day, (laughs) you know, what what we are saying is that, um, you know, at the core of it, Mm -hmm. we're able to recognize the positive positivity in our spouses and that's important. Like, you know, I, I never sit here and try, like my life is so perfect I have no Girl. challenges everything the money is just flowing and it's just, it's just the money is flowing and the, you know and I mean there's ebbs and flows with everything um, oh, but yes, together yeah together you can throw it you, you ride it yep. out right and you can make it look flawless <laughs> yeah right again you put out what you want mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for people to see your experience, mm-hmm. but you're right. Yeah. And not you for secrecy, not for, not, not to be like, um, what, what am I trying to say? Deceptive, not to be deceptive, No. but your marriage is sacred. It really yes. is sacred. You know, the, the things that, you, that go on between a husband and wife are sacred and, mm-hmm. um, people lose sight of that. You know, you have to hold that close yes. to you. Yes. In life. Indeed. Yep. All right. So, so Miss Joan, you know, what are your thoughts on faith and its role in your life? Faith is central in my life. Um, I mean, it it, it just is like you were just, you were just talking about Mm Daryl. We got saved pretty much at the same time. And when I say that religion has always been a part of my life growing up, Mm -hmm. Um, but there was a point when I was living in Philadelphia, um, you know, I had left, you know, that's mm-hmm. a whole other thing. <laughs> um, but when I had gone, um, we were at a church service and I think I was pregnant with May at the time. And, um, you know, there was an altar call and I went, you know, for it and, you know, of course, Daryl then just comes as well because that's just what Daryl does. Mm-hmm. And um, from that point, um, you know, we got stayed together and began to really understand what it all meant. Because you know, when you're growing up, you're forced to go. You 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 kind of you got to develop your own relationship with mm-hmm. um, with God, and um, and that's what we did. And but we did it. What was I think unique for us is that we did it kind of together. Um, and in that it's been the, the central part of us as a family unit, as husband and wife, as people, you know, trying to raise kids in this world, uh, we'll draw on it, you know, in good and bad times. I mean, Daryl would host or hold, uh, Bible studies here. We would as Mm -hmm. a family, Mm -hmm. um, we would, you know, we go to church and stuff, uh, outside of uh the the normal thing we'll have uh you know like i said just bible study some of the kids friends would come over but prior to all this going on um this mm-hmm. is when they were younger mm-hmm. uh, their friends would come over i mean even today he would hold he holds zoom prayer meetings with young men like mm-hmm. my 
son's friends and things like that with awesome. trying to get with Grady and them to do one, but he does one with um, other people. So mm-hmm. it's just, and him doing that is a great example. Like I think he's more, he's more vocal about it. Mm-hmm. And with me, I draw on it, I guess, in a more silent way, mm-hmm. you know, in my, in my quiet time, mm-hmm. um, on my walk in my, yeah you know like shower the shower is like I think my church like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know where I um I'm that's where I'm really thinking and thanking God you know for days you know health life you know whatever it is um that's that that's how I feel so it's an an integral role that it's always there it's central Mm -hmm. central yeah I like what you said about um you know being in the shower and that being your church um I think that um, might rattle some cages here, but um, I think that some people are very fixated on the building. Um, and uh, for myself, um, you know, the church body made up of the people, that's the church, right? The, the body of people coming together to fellowship and wherever you find that um, you're able to effectively do that, um, and acknowledge God and, you know, grow spiritually, because that's what this is all about. That's what this life is all about, spiritual growth. And it doesn't always happen. It Not always. It, it never happens <laughs> the same way for every person. Right. Every person's spiritual growth journey and their development is going to be different. It's not going to look the same. Mine won't look the same as yours and yours won't look the same as Ebony's and so on and so forth, uh, which is evident by the fact that we all have different experiences. There's some common threads there. Like, you know, there's some things that we can relate to and that's to give ourselves the opportunity to share information and, and, and kind of get through this. But I feel like this whole world is designed so that we are needing to lean upon each other at some point in time. Any person that's walking through here on this earth that feels that they don't need anyone or um, don't want to ask for help, or, you know, every single person will come to a point where their their hand is forced at it, mm-hmm. even if it's uncomfortable, you know, because we have to, that's, that's just my little take on it. So, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> having church in the shower, you know, and being able to commune mm-hmm. at that time with the Lord, and um, mm-hmm. that is awesome. Like you mentioned your walk. I think that's like when you're out in nature, that is mm-hmm. the most amazing time because you ever think, you know, you, I mean, I'm such a great philosopher when I'm out walking, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to write that down. Um, or, uh, you know, all of the things I've been meditating on because I started meditating not too um, far off, like within the last couple of years, I, I really taken on meditation and um, it's an opportunity to, here, um, as opposed to prayer, which is, you know, more so the asking, um, um, but, you know, the hearing and the meditation and yeah. I will go on the walk and then it's like, ah, oh, yep. that's what you meant. You know, I can hear, mm-hmm. I can hear him, you know. No, I know exactly what you mean. Yep. 
It's a dedicated time mm-hmm. to listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dedicated time to listen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to receive. It's like if you ask, um, your, your child comes and says, mommy, 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 can I? Mommy, can I? Mommy, can I? Mommy, can I? And you're continuously saying, Yes, but this, or, you know, this is how you do it. This is, and they're like, mommy, 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 mommy. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like, okay, but you, can you listen? <laughs> you, can you listen? I'm trying to give you the answer, child. And that's the same way he is with them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then, Joan, I think we've come to, to the end. And I have one final question, which I think is um, one of the most interesting for me, for all my guests at this time. What do you think COVID-19 is teaching us? Hmm. I think it's teaching us patience. Um, just, you know, sometimes you just got to stop. I think, at least in my world, it's always going, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Always doing, going, going, going. And now when you're forced to sit, um, you have to learn to be patient. (laughs) I'm going to bring it back to my mom. She's a very social person, always busy, always doing stuff. And when this came around, it was very hard for her to sit. Mm. Like she, you know, she was defying rules that she, you know, she shouldn't have been out there, you know, due to her age and stuff. And when I would call her out on it, you know, like, John, please, shut up, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, you know, um, but you know she's 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 better now. But in the beginning, it was really tough for her not to to just sit and just enjoy whatever you got going on in your own home. Um, but I think this is really has taught us how to be patient and how to um, even appreciate home and the people in it. You know, I know some people. It's it's the opposite. Like you know, some people may be going through. Um, domestic stuff or mm-hmm. kids and abusive situations and this has made it even worse for them yeah um, you know unfortunately um but i think for me in this it's taught me how to be patient and how to sit and wait and and do in the confines of your family my family mm-hmm. my home mm-hmm. yeah yeah wow yeah like i said before um it you know not everyone's having a good time right now um you know for some they don't have enough resources to to be comfortable you know and so they're uncomfortable um they're it's really having a huge impact on their lives and but you know so there's the the grace we've been granted to be able to have enough because you know you could say like uh, because i've thought about this a lot you know and it's like okay well um is that a testament to my preparation, you know, um, that um, we're able to be comfortable? But no, no, it's not. Right. Uh, to some degree, maybe like a, like a, a millipede, I don't know, like it's very tiny, my preparation, yes. because all that preparation can be stripped away. Um, we're all vulnerable to life. And if it is not um, written in our story that we should be in the position we are in right now, it can be different. In a moment, <laughs> in, in, a, in a split second, yes, circumstances yes. can change. So yes. every day I am so gracious. I have such gratitude for having enough and being able to be comfortable um, yes. right now, because I know that there are a lot of people who are not in that position. So um, 
It's yeah. taught us how to adapt, right? Yeah. Like in and and like you said, it was a snap of a finger. It seemed like this was a snap of a yeah. finger mm-hmm. um situation that occurred. Like, okay, how are we it's like survival. Like, okay, yeah. how are we gonna adapt? A real this? life episode like, of survival. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. How are we gonna how are we gonna navigate? How are we gonna do this? Yeah. And like you said, by the grace of God, we're able to um count our blessings mm-hmm. and and um, and make it work as best as we can. Yeah, because this is unprecedented. This is an right. unprecedented period of time. And um, without going too deeply um, with respect to politics, I know we've had <laughs> pandemics before, but mm-hmm. we never had pandemic a pandemic with this exact set of circumstances with the leadership that we have in place where the leadership and the medical experts are at opposite ends of what is being communicated and expecting the masses to follow follow whom you know yeah. so um it is a very unique period of time and uh i just want to whoever's listening out there it is imperative that you vote imperative your vote absolutely matters and it impacts your day-to-day it impacts the decisions that are being made it impacts everything that you do your vote your vote weighs in on that so please exercise your power and and vote anyhow um (laughs) my little (laughs) moment Uh, (laughs) uh, yeah um but i thank you so much joan for sharing all that you have i mean i've known you for um like you said um, almost three decades here. And I learned even more today, just having this intimate conversation with you, the respect that you have for your mother, and she's absolutely worthy of um, your respect and your respect for your culture um, and how you've been able to um, be authentically you and celebrate yourself. And I, I love also that you always... Um, your Ghanaian culture is really and truly a part of you. It's not um, a purposeful display of who you are. It's just who you are. And I really appreciate that. I learned a lot just observing your family and how you all um, come together and appreciate as well um, how you've all adopted me <laughs> as part of your family and how good you are to my children. So I, I so kudos to you and um happy phenomenal woman Wednesday. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Thank you so much for having me. Um I know we tried to do this before, but I'm so glad today is today and we were able to do this. I was this was a lot of fun. It was like talking to my my girl as usual. Yeah, I agree. Great. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesday. I believe that every woman gives the universe with her own strengths and unique characteristics. Simply because she is born, the universe benefits. Every woman is growing, learning, and evolving. On this channel, only positive seeds are sown, no matter how flawed the soil. Take care and have a phenomenal Wednesday. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. The Phenomenal Woman Wednesday podcast can be found at www.pwwr.com and on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube.